Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Guys, today is our weekend episode. Sometimes we do this episodes, and I wanted to do this on the weekend because that will give you some time to think about and hopefully to take some actions on what you are about to learn to hear. Now, let me explain. Um, I'm going through level two precision nutrition certification for next level coaching to become a better coach. Anyhow, we got this assignment that is called Kitchen Makeover. Uh, and it's basically about helping our clients and ourselves, of course, to shape the environment to support their and our own goals. So kitchen makeover. And today, guys, I'm going to be walking you through some of the thinking that uh, and adjustments that I've done over the years to make over any kitchen where I'm currently at. Like right now, I'm in London. I'm in this uh, rented and furnished um, studio apartment. And as soon as I moved in, I started applying these principles of nutritious and healthy kitchen makeover. So um, my healthy eating habits don't ever suffer and I have very little chance to fail my best eating aspirations and habits, right? So let's walk through some of my thinking and what I do in any apartment, any kitchen where I'm currently at. So first, I always have a lot of healthy foods. And guys, uh, here, when I say healthy foods, or I say good foods, or anything like that, that might sound a little bit judgmental, um, I'm, I'm talking about foods that support my goals and well-being. So whatever it is that supports my goals, my best aspirations for uh, my health, my wellness, my body composition, um, so whatever foods support all of that, those are foods to stay and to build my whole uh, kitchen around, my eating behaviors around, right? And the rest of the foods, they're not bad, really, like as you'll learn a little bit more about that um, later. They're not bad. They just don't serve my goals and they don't work well for my habits and for my brain for some reason. So to give you an example of what I mean... Um, Nuts. Um, for a lot of you, a lot of my clients for sure, and myself including, that might be a gray kind of item. It's not bad. Like nuts have a lot of nutrients, a lot of healthy fats, a lot of healthy fibers, a lot of healthy minerals. A lot of people, by the way, don't know about that, that nuts have a lot of healthy minerals in them. But if you are trying to improve your body composition, specifically if you are trying to lose fat, um, you might end up like I did for so many months and years, you might end up eating too many of those nuts. Every time you bring home a bag of nuts, you at some point end up eating the whole bag. And so in this case, nuts uh, just don't support your uh, body composition goals. And so for me, I actually have quite a few uh, 
tons of nuts and seeds in my apartment so uh, I just opened up my cupboard and um, here I have um, sunflower seeds pumpkin seeds I have pistachios I have walnuts and I have uh, hazelnuts and raw almonds so those nuts don't make me eat a lot of them like I eat a handful and I'm totally fine but what you will never find in my kitchen is cashews. And why? Because every time I buy a bag of cashews, at some point, I'm going to end up eating the whole bag. And it's not even that it's going to change my goals a lot, unless I'm going to start doing that every day. It just, when you eat a whole bag of cashews, and I'm talking about like sometimes 200 grams, 300 grams, sometimes a pound, it's so easy for me to eat roasted cashews by the pound. So if I eat a whole pound of it, the next day I will feel like, you know, heavy, sluggish, you know, there is a whole pound of cashews in my stomach and it takes forever to digest and then you're just kind of feeling not comfortable in your stomach and your energy levels are not really where you want to be and your emotions because of that because you're not that comfortable in your stomach are not where you want them to be. So because I have this tendency, I learned that about myself, to overeat cashews all the time, I don't buy them into my house. So if I find uh, one single serving bag, small bag of cashews, and I want to have it, I'm going to have it. And that's it. But I'm not buying a whole bag of cashews uh, to store in my apartment. Um, instead, I have um, all these other nuts and seeds. Um, also, I have like, let's open my fridge. Uh, in my fridge, you'll always find uh, a lot of fresh fruit. Like right now, I have mangoes, I have, uh, what is this, um, nectarines, I have plums, I have uh, kiwis. Um, in my fridge, you'll always, oh, I also have blueberries. I love blueberries. Um, you'll also find a lot of unsweetened kefirs and yogurts. Um, you also find a bunch of vegetables, like I have broccoli, I have cauliflower, I have Brussels sprouts, I have onions, um, I have fresh herbs, I have sweet potatoes for my carb, I have, what else, I have some lamb that I'm going to be cooking today, I have some kimchi in my freezer, I have mussels, chicken livers, and I have... Um, natto, that's really good for cake too, by the way. So I have all these foods to prepare healthy meals. And if for some reason I feel hungrier than usual, I can snack on some fruit or some unsweetened kefir. But those foods, you know, I can only eat that much of like fresh fruit or I can only eat that much of unsweetened kefir and yogurt. I don't tend to overeat on them. But if I'm hungry, I'm more than happy to grab some. Um, the main principle is I have all these foods readily available in my fridge, in my covers, all these foods that support my goals, and I don't tend to overeat on them ever, like ever. I don't ever remember eating too much fruit that caused me any sort of discomfort or problem. Um, what else? Like, yeah nuts, these specific nuts like walnuts or hazelnuts, raw hazelnuts, never make me overeat. So that's why I'm feeling safe having them in my house. Um, let's walk a little bit 
to another part of my studio apartment. And here I, here I have a few items, um, shelf-stable items that are outside that I use for um, some snacks or just to complement my meals. Here I have dark 100% chocolate, meaning it's... So let me redo the ingredients of this chocolate. Dark chocolate contains cocoa or cacao solids 100%, and that's it. So it's Montezuma brand, but there are other brands that have 100% chocolate bars. So chocolate, I love chocolate. But if chocolate sweetened, and it doesn't matter with what, be that uh, stevia or other friendly sweeteners and gut healthy sweeteners or be that uh, real sugar now if the chocolate is sweetened i'm gonna end up eating too much of it like with 100 percent chocolate bars it's really easy for me to just break off 30 grams of it or one third of that bar eat it every day and then you know leave it and have some the next day so i never overeat on 100 chocolates but what i noticed at some point when i was healthifying all my items that even if i have chocolates sweetened with stevia that basically have no zero no added sugars i would end up eating the whole bar all the time like and i noticed that that I never overeat on 100% chocolates, but I can easily overeat, and I did that so many times on chocolates sweetened with stevia. Uh, and so I don't buy those chocolates anymore, not because they're uh, not good for you, but because I tend to overeat them. So unless I plan to eat the whole bar, I don't buy those uh, stevia sweetened chocolates because also eating a whole bar of chocolate, especially, uh, it would happen for me um, later at night that would that would not allow me to go to sleep, sleep really well. But then also um, I would feel kind of constipated, to be honest, if I eat uh, 100 and more grams of chocolate, any kind of chocolate. Um, so I figured um, for me it's not, it's best not to buy that stevia sweetened chocolate, no matter um whether that, you know, has no added sugars, I still would end up eating too much for my goals and my and the comfort of my digestive system. Now, here at the same place, I have canned tuna, I have canned sardines, and I have canned chickpeas and other beans. There's like a variety of beans. So I have this canned items that can be stored without refrigeration for basically forever, for years. And whenever I feel like I'm too lazy to cook, I'm too rushed, you know, things happen for all of us. Um, or I'm just, you know, feeling hungry, but I'm not feeling like cooking. Uh, or I come back from a workout or somewhere else extremely hungry and I don't want to be cooking and waiting for my food to be cooked, whatever the case might be, I just eat a can of beans, a can of tuna, maybe a can of sardines also, and I end up feeling full. I, but at the same time, I end up eating good amount of protein, omega-3 fatty acids, all these fibers and minerals in beans, um, and I don't tend to overeat on them, ever. Um, and even if I did, you know, 
there is really only so much tuna and beans you can eat that like and the next day probably you can feel fine um, unless you eat like a ton of it but I'm yet to see that person who eat a ton of beans and tuna and regrets that and uh, usually people don't eat a lot of tuna I don't know <laughs> have you ever met a person who ate a lot of tuna like a lot a lot probably not the point being I have these nutritious foods ready to go, ready to eat whenever I'm unprepared uh, for the eating occasion or whenever I feel extremely hungry. So those are the foods I can, you know, snack on. That Those are the only foods in my house that I can eat. Like canned tuna, canned beans, um, fruit, fresh fruit. Sometimes I have pre-boiled eggs, some nuts that I don't ever tend to overeat on. So those are the only foods. So in my mind, there is never negotiation. Should I eat that ice cream in my freezer? There is no ice cream in my freezer ever, guys. You'll never find any ice cream in my freezer. Or... The same reason I don't ever have things like keto cookies uh, or, you know, healthy cookies or chips or whatever that might be, because I used to have them at some point, And I also noticed that I ended up very often eating the whole box of those keto cookies. And they don't have added sugars. They have, you know, healthier sweeteners, but eating a whole box of those uh, cookies made of a lot of nuts and uh, very often different oils would make me feel not so good in my stomach the next morning also, not that great. And then also, um, I'm trying to stay in a certain body fat percentage, just I love how I look and how I feel when I'm in that body composition. And so those foods, they uh, didn't contribute to my goals. If I were to overeat on those cookies, you know, every other day, then my body composition and the way I feel on a daily basis would change. So those foods, they don't support my goals. That's why if I ever feel like a keto cookie or whatever, um, I'm going to have one and that's it. Uh, and the rest, um, I'll just either give away or not bring into my house in the first place. Um, so that's oh, another thing, another story about nuts, guys. Uh, this kitchen makeover mentality, it doesn't just apply to the space uh, in your own house. It also applies to your office uh, to and to places where you go. Like, for example, back in Russia, when I was staying in Russia uh, half a year ago, um, there was this amazing nut shop like you know the freshest nuts of all the varieties you can imagine macadamia uh, what are there like peely nuts and uh pecan nuts and of uh, like really amazing quality of nuts and they were in the open like a buffet and you can take this scoop you know put it in your bag and you can try those nuts and get as much as you want into your house so anytime i would go into the shop i would end up buying too many nuts like you know a kilo or uh even more and i would end up eating like a half of it because i couldn't possibly eat the other half it was like that much and i realized that probably if i don't want to be overeating a lot of nuts all the time i shouldn't be buying them all the time because it just doesn't work for all of this you know better nuts that i tend to overeat but in order for me not to buy them i probably should not go um 
close to that shop because every time I would pass by, also the owners know me. I'm like, yeah, hi, Angela, come on in, try this new thing that we just got. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And I would end up buying a whole kilo, you know. Um, so I don't go there anymore unless I am prepared to buy a lot of nuts and prepared to deal with the consequence uh, of uh, eating all these nuts, right? So for you, those might be the same places. You know, if this a cafeteria, a shop, a restaurant, um, whatever that place might be, where you go and you always, always, always end up buying more stuff that you don't actually want to have right now. So um, even passing by those places make you want to go and often you end up going there. Um, so change your route where you walk. Uh, don't walk close to that most of the time. You know, do whatever it is in your power to avoid this place because your mind will right away be triggered by that place. It's proven by science. Our mind is easily triggered. And then it jumps right into this same routine of getting there, going there, getting, um, you know, what you usually get. And especially if you know people there, they're like, ah, oh, the usual. And you're like, yeah, without even thinking about that. So eliminate as much as possible of those triggers. Go to different shops. You know, um, whenever I would move to a new country, and it happened to me um, many, many times, what ends up, what ends up happening is that now I'm at a new place. I have to uh, completely uh, figure out my shopping routine. I'm at a new store and I don't know where things are. And so I'm reinventing my route around this store, you know, to find the items that I need. And what ends up happening all the time? I would end up eating exactly as my new goals for right now are. So if I was a vegan, I was a vegan in my life, then I would, you know, like if I had troubles before building this new diet because I was at the store um, previously where I used to buy all these other like animal products like cheeses and um, I don't know, meats and fish and everything, you know. Um, so now that I'm in a new place, uh, at a new store where I don't have these habits, I ended at, uh, I would end up having much easier time changing my eating habits because now I didn't have those triggers that make me want to buy those old items. And then when I jump to keto uh, and move to another place, that also made it easier for me to go keto because now I didn't have those stores and places that would trigger me to think about these other high-carbohydrate foods that I used to eat being vegan. And uh, then, you know, you move to another country, like to England, London, for example, and now um, I stopped overeating nuts very easily because I don't ever uh, go to that amazing nut store uh, where I used to buy all these nuts. Uh, in fact, I can't find, even when I try to, a good nut store here in London. Maybe it's because of the pandemic or something else, but um, I don't have that trigger anymore, and my nut eating habit just faded away by itself without me consciously doing um, anything. And so if there is anything you want to take away from this podcast, is that your environment especially, you know, your home, your kitchen, but also places around you where you are used to doing things and used to doing things in a certain way, like buying certain things in certain amounts and then eating them. So there are things in your environment that trigger 
your not necessarily desirable behavior. And so um, if you can shape your environment as much as possible, your kitchen, your office, where you shop for food, where you walk around, maybe around, you know, your favorite restaurants or bakeries, uh, um, if you can change that environment as much as possible, you you will have much easier time changing your eating habits. Now, so it might be a thing like find another store to shop at. Stop, start shopping online. Um, stop ordering online uh, from the same places. Change those places or eliminate ordering apps from your phone so you are not triggered to look into those apps um, every time you look at your phone. Um, so you don't have this habit anymore of uh, looking at your phone, uh, looking through those apps, um, and then ordering the same foods that you usually order. Um, so today, your assignment, guys, your assignment for today is to uh, look through uh, your uh, kitchen, through your uh, routine, where you walk, uh, where you work, uh, to look at your phone and figure out all these things and foods that trigger undesirable eating behaviors. And then figure out a way how you can change it, how you can make things that you want to eat, that you want to do uh, easy for to eat and to do, and how you can make things that you want to stop eating and buying uh, and just, you know, going to those places, using those apps, how you can make those things harder for you to do. This is your assignment for today, for this weekend. Uh, do your own kitchen makeover, but remember, it's not just about kitchen, it's also about your phone, the apps, it's also about where you walk and where you buy your food and uh, all these other habitual places that uh, might not support your uh, desired eating behavior for now. So, so think about it, uh, rearrange it. Uh, I would also really, really love it if you could share with me what you rearranged, what you made different um, in your environment. That would that would really make my day and I would share it in my social media and it just, uh, you know, something I would really love to see from you. Or if you need some help uh, with rearranging your environment and figuring out how you can, through environment, make it easier for you to change your eating habits, if you need some advice, please do reach out. I'm more than happy to uh, work with you through it to, again, make it easier for you to change your eating habits. Uh, share also this podcast episode with anyone living in your household or anyone affecting your eating habits, your eating environment. Share this episode with them so you could collaborate and negotiate uh, how you can improve that eating environment for uh, all of you, all the people involved, uh, so it is easier for you and maybe for other people to uh, change their eating habits. So share, learn together, reach out, uh, and again, share with me uh, your kitchen, uh, maybe phone makeover, maybe office makeover, maybe your new shopping route. Uh, share with me. And guys, as usual, first of all, have an awesome weekend ahead. Do a kitchen makeover or environment, eating environment makeover. And till next time, eat better daily. <laughs>